What's up, y'all? It's the man Ernest, so you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, this episode is it's for the kids, man. It's all about the kids, all about the cheering. <laughs> uh, for a big disclaimer, because I know somebody's going to be dumb enough to listen to this episode and hear me cursing and hear me talk about topics and say, this is not a child-friendly episode, this is not a child-friendly podcast he's a liar and then report me and then all that other bs that goes on when bad parents don't do their job and allow their kids allow other people on the internet to in a sense raise their kid while getting upset when we try to discipline those kids yes it's gonna be cursing in this episode you know i'll try probably to try to keep it to a minimum uh but it'll end up happening possibly um no i am not talking about child friendly things but i'm talking about uh things that pertain to children all right this first topic here i'm going to talk about uh parents assigning their child's uh gender at birth should that be a thing should we continue on that tradition or should we (laughs) should we i guess just not do it i guess um and you're gonna hear the other topics as well that focus on the lives of children because children are the future right so this episode is dedicated to the kids but it's not a child-friendly episode if you are going to have a child present while you're listening to this episode i appreciate that um you know just for educational purposes i still feel as though you should have everybody listen to this episode if we be real um But, you know, it's 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 your choice. And don't try to sue me or report me on some BS because, you know, I cursed or whatever. Anyways, to get on to it, two minutes in, um, the child, uh, uh, not child birth, birthing thing, but child gender assigning thing. Um, I, you know, I, you know, I watch South Park and obviously <laughs> on South Park, they take jabs at, uh, at least with these newer episodes, they're taking jabs at a lot of PC culture and a lot of what people are doing now and all this, uh, fake political wokeness that all these people are having, right? And the extreme leftists, uh, basically <clears throat> what the extremists are doing, um, let me take a sip of water real quick. Yep. So <clears throat> South Park takes a jab at that. I know a lot of people are against gender reveal parties and stuff for reasons that I don't necessarily agree with. Um, and again, I've seen people actually in real life, not just on South Park, animated people, but um <clears throat> You know, people and online um, make the argument that gender assignment, uh, uh, parents who who assign their child's gender at birth, are are doing harm to the child. Uh, You know, they should wait till the child is old enough to understand what gender is, and then have that child themselves define what gender they want to identify as now that's actually going to be the second topic i'm not going to talk about that in this topic because obviously 
I don't want to give away my thoughts all in this one topic uh, when that is the second topic that will be discussed here in the Let's Talk About It podcast. I just want to focus on this topic. I just want to focus on the aspect that these parents are doing their child wrong. Uh, And to answer the question that I pose to y'all, should parents assign their child's uh, gender at birth, right? My answer is yeah. I mean... This whole idea that these, I don't know why, uh, if they, you know, I'm calling them fake woke. I don't know what they call themselves, probably woke. But this idea that these newborns, and these are newborn babies, have the same mental capacity, have the same knowledge and brain that adults have. I mean, what's, you know, we're not born into the world knowing each and everything that there is to be known about this world we're just not um we learn these things over time obviously that's a part of growing so to give that type of responsibility to a two second year old person is just it's it's just asinine to me to give that type of that okay you're now in this world now it's your decision to uh i mean again I'm going to share my thoughts on that next topic, uh, even though I kind of already gave away my answer. But it's up to the parents, obviously, because they gave birth to that child. If the, if the parents say that, you know, this is a boy and we are going to raise this boy as a boy, then guess what? That boy's a boy. Same for a little girl. All right, this is a baby girl. We're going to raise this baby girl as a girl, and we're going to dress the girl up as a girl. We're going to, you know, teach this girl about how it, what it means to be a girl, and then as she continues to grow, what it means to be a young woman, and then when she reaches motherhood, if that is, the, if that is a decision she decides to stick with, being a woman or a female, whatever. A female person for those who are going to attack me for using female, um, then, you know, you, you educate her. It is up to, I'd say the, the bulk of that responsibility obviously is up to the mother to teach that daughter how, what it is, what it means or what it is to be a woman. Um, so that that's pretty much my answer on that. It's, 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 I don't, I don't got kids, so I can't, uh, you know, but I'm saying if I had kids, um, yes, me and my wife would uh, uh, assign the, 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 the it, of course, this is a conversation I would have to have with her prior to, um, <clears throat> you know, the birth of our child or whatever, um, if I wanted kids, but, <laughs> but, you know, this, this, Again, that would be a decision we would have to agree upon. But I, I, speaking for me, not speaking for who my future spouse is, speaking for me, um, I'm going to say, yeah, if we end up having a, uh, a boy or a girl, um, I'm going to raise that child as the gender that was assigned to them at, at birth, right? Um now, again, if they uh, some some sometime along the line decide they want to reassign their gender, 
again, I'm going to talk about that probably in a few minutes because this is pretty short topic, pretty short discussion. Um, in fact, I might as well keep it all in the same house since I, you know, I don't script these things down, people. So if it seems like I'm all over the place, I am. But, um, yeah, as far as parenting goes, um, parents, I don't think it's a good idea as someone who's not a parent. So take this with a grain of salt, whatever. But uh, I don't think it's a good idea for you to not assign your child uh, a gender at birth. You don't think you're, you're not doing anything wrong with saying, okay, this is a baby girl. This is going to be a, this person is going to be a baby girl. Um, this is a baby boy. This person is going to grow up to be a boy. Once again, like I was stating before, I'll get to in a few minutes. Um, if that child or that person decides at some point in their life that they feel that they want to, uh, live the life of someone else, um, you know, well, a different gender, not someone else, because it's really, it's really who they are. It's really who they feel they are. A lot of trans people will tell you, um, and have told me that, you know, I'm just living the life that I, I'm just, I'm just actually being me, actually living my life and stuff. I can't put it in the, the beautiful words that they put it in, but it's basically them actually living their life and living who they, uh, being who they are. It's it, it goes along the lines of what I mentioned last week, uh, last week's episode when I talked about my love for the trans community. How uh, my admiration is a big part of my love for the community of them just just being who they are, facing who. Uh, going out into this world that is full of judgment and hate and saying, this is who I am. Um, it, it all, it falls in the lines of that. If you want to know my thoughts about that stuff, uh, last week's episode, literally just last week's episode, it ain't a lot of scrolling you have to do. Um, go there, check that out. <clears throat> last week's episode, once again, but, uh, parents, you're not, you're not being an evil non-woke person if you assign your child uh, gender at birth. Now, here's where you're going wrong. If your child, no matter their age, and yes, I'm going to say no matter their age, comes to you and says, I feel like, you know, I, you know, I, I should be this gender or that gender or living a life of... <clears throat> Um, you know, if, if your child basically comes to you and, and says that they're transgender, right? Here, where you, this is where you would mess up if you are afraid of being a bad parent, right? If you then scold that child or demonize them for their feelings, right? Now, I'm not saying a lot of people get this idea that because kids are now or seems, I don't know what kids are being educated to these days, honestly, Uh, but kids are, it seems as though they're being more aware of these issues, you know, within the schools or whatever, right? Um, People are having this idea that we're forcing children or society is trying to force children to make these decisions. Now, that's a sick mindset to have. 
that is a sick thing to do if that is the case. But I don't, as sick as society is, I don't think that is the case. Um, now I could be wrong. I could be wrong because I don't know for that for a fact. But that's sick, and I'm not saying it's sick in a way as ill transgenderism ill. I mean sick as in you're brainwashing children. Even even if you're telling children this is what a, a man is supposed to do this to a woman. A woman is supposed to do this to a man. You know, sexual stuff or non-sexual stuff. Or, you know, this is why I hate when <clears throat> I see people try to argue shit like, you know, uh, there's no such thing as a child being too grown or whatever and try to argue shit like you're you're sexualizing a child by saying they're being too grown and it's it's like no there are actually adults there are actually grown acts grown ways of doing things and we should not look at children and say that you give them that responsibility of an adult right now i know people are going to say well how is a child supposed to know uh you know, that's somewhat of an adult decision, I guess, to make, uh, deciding that you want to live the life of, uh, the gender that you weren't assigned to at birth, um, and yes, that is somewhat of an adult decision, um, but a lot of people transition in their teen years, so you can say some people have a uh, transition in their adult years as well, don't get me wrong, um, I talked to a few people who waited till their 20s, 30s, even even 40s, even to to to, to Caitlyn Jenner for 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 example. I I ain't speak to Caitlyn Jenner, but Caitlyn Jenner, we all know formerly Bruce Jenner. We all know how old Caitlyn Jenner is. We all know how old Bruce Jenner. Or at least you can do a Google search on it if you don't know. Um, but um, you know. Caitlyn was living the life of Bruce all of her life prior to being Caitlyn. Um, and Caitlyn's transition was recent as of a couple years ago. Bruce Jenner is more than a couple years ago, years old. So, I mean, shit like that happens. I get it. Um, and, but even people decide, was, was, was judging Caitlyn for that. Now, I ain't defending Caitlyn. I don't fuck with Caitlyn Jenner. That's because I don't fuck with the type of person she is, not simply because of the decision she makes, but let me take a sip real quick. But people was still judging Caitlyn on the decision, right? So it's like y'all say things like, oh, we should just wait till, we should just have children wait till they're adults. And then when they get to Caitlyn's age or whatever age, uh... Bruce Jenner was before deciding to live the life of Caitlyn Jenner. Um, y'all still end up judging it. Y'all still end up telling them they're wrong for their decision. So you cannot tell these people whether their age is from eight to fifty-eight to tell you. You cannot tell them, hey, you know, you're 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 making a bad decision. You're wrong. This, that, and the third. Simply because. You don't understand it simply because that's not a decision you wouldn't make. Cool. I mentioned last week as well. All right. Not to give off too much about last week's episode because you didn't listen to it. Take your ass and listen to that. All right. I'm sorry. T- 
take your butt and listen to that. Pause this episode, go listen to that, or wait till you're done listening to this episode. Either way, I am appreciative of the listen. But I mentioned uh, 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 last week as well that no, I don't want to live the life of a transgendered person just because I admire their bravery, admire their uh, will to live every day, knowing the dangers, knowing the risk. Just because I admire all of that plus more that comes with that lifestyle, the dedication and everything, um, does not mean that I want to live that lifestyle. I can still admire people who've who've done things and not want to achieve what they've achieved. You know, it's very possible. Um, So I'm someone who doesn't want to live uh, a, a life of a transgendered person. I'm perfectly fine living the life of the cisgendered black man that I am. But that does not mean because I'm perfectly fine with living that life that I should then scold people who weren't fine living a life of this of the the gender that they were assigned to at birth you know let people live the life that they want to live and I think if a child decides okay uh at some point I have these feelings inside and I feel as though that you know this is not you know the life that I'm living now on the outside is is not really being true and authentic to who I am who do how who I am on the inside um, and I want to do something about that I think once again that the parents a good parent would hear their child out and obviously still love their child because at the end of the day that's still your child you know that's somebody that you brought into this world they didn't ask to be in this world I know that's the infamous quote that us kids especially us millennials use uh, when our parents are on some fuck shit, but sorry to curse, but I told you it was going to happen at some point. Uh, but when our parents are on some stuff, um, that's a line that we like to use. Well, we didn't ask to be in this world. Y'all brought us in here, so you can't really be upset at us at how the world is or, you know, whatever. We're trying to fix it because we got to live here longer than what than you have to live here. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> you know, again, you know, any loving parent, any respectable parent, you may not, you don't have to understand it. And people are going to say, well, you're not a parent. If you gave birth to this, you, well, I can't give birth in general. I'm a sister. I'm a cisgender man. Remember that. But if you help bring in, bring this child into this world, and then they decide, this, that, and the third. This is a question people have asked me plenty of times. And my answer still stands. If I do have children, and if I do give birth to a beautiful baby boy, a beautiful baby girl, and then sometime down the line, that beautiful baby boy or girl decides they want to reassign their gender, I will be perfectly fine with that. You heard it here first. I mean, if you had conversations with me you heard it that you heard it wherever that conversation happened there first but to those who don't know i'd be perfectly fine with it i just want my child to be happy especially if that child is going to be a black trans man or a woman the world is already going to be rough enough on them already why the fuck would i have to be 
why why would I add to that? Hopefully, the my spouse will be just as easy um, and loving on them as I am going to be. But if they're not getting a divorce, and I'm taking the kids. But <laughs> enough of that divorce talk on the side. I ain't married. I'm single, ladies. <laughs> um, and I ain't got no kids. But I'm speaking off pure just emotion and what I feel as though is right and wrong. I don't think you need to have kids. I don't think you need to be married. I don't think you need to be in a relationship to understand what is right and what is wrong. And it's not like I've never been in a relationship before. Therefore, I know what is right and what is wrong in relationships. Um, But, you know, love your children. um, No matter their age. Like I said, if your age is from 8 to 58. If they decide some somewhere between there, I'm not saying that is the age range of transgenderism, um, but uh, if that you know whatever that age range may be, support your child, be there for your child because the world is going to be rough on that child, and I'm saying child as in the specimen of your your kid, right? Uh, you know whether they're again once again from between the ages of eight to fifty eight. Um, that's still your kid, that's still your child. But that person in general, respect them, um, love them and support them and be there for them. Because you do not want to add on to the already fucked up situations that uh, transgendered people go through uh, because of uh, society and because of the people who were supposed to love them Um like family being the worst, uh, being part of the, uh, the, or being the most toxic people in their life, right? Or being the first toxic and worst toxic, uh, folks that was a part of their life. And then that spirals into some other stuff that these people should not have to go to go through. Um, so that's my thought on that. I will take me a little break a little short one um but you stay tuned stay tuned there's still more to hear um here on the let's talk about it podcast so stay tuned all right back so this next topic here we're gonna talk about the missing black girls and missing black women um in this segment here that's been a, a epidemic uh, people are more aware of it this year. I mean, or it seems as though as of recent. But trust and believe this is not something new. Um, unfortunately, it's not something new. Unfortunately, it continues to be the case, not only just for black women and black girls, but you're talking to Mr. Pro Black over here. You're listening to me. Um, and like I stated plenty of times on this podcast, I use all my platforms to bring awareness to the issues that I deem should be brought aware, uh, should be put out there. And this is one of those issues, especially when you have people like Lakeith St- um, Lengthen, uh, Stanthen, uh, whatever his last name is, you know, the dude who is on the show uh, Atlanta. <clears throat> he was on Get Out as well. Um, you know, <clears throat> that guy. Um, he said that a lot of black media, uh, black media sites are anti-black. 
um, and the issues that they don't that we should be talking about, um, you know, are what do we ignore those issues or we don't talk about those issues instead. He brought up avenues such as Breakfast Club and Media Takeout and uh, The Shade Room. Um, and those are three different platforms that do similar things. But at the same time, uh, <clears throat> we're not here to talk about those comments or this, that, and the third. I'm just saying I'm a black platform. And Lakeith, if you are looking for a positive, Lakeith or anybody really, you're looking for black a black platform that discusses the issues that should be talked about this to discuss black uh blackness in general uh in a positive light especially listen to me and let's talk about a podcast i'm just saying y'all listen to this right now y'all let lakeith know y'all let others know who complain about black outlets not being pro-black all right but Get on to it. Um, our missing girls and women. This has been a, like I said, it's been going on for some time now. But a lot of people are aware of the issue now. You know, I don't want to say better late than nev never. But at the same time, I'm at least glad that people seem to care about it. Now, I hope this is not an internet fad where people just want to look good on the internet and claim they care about our missing black women and girls and they actually don't because we know how the world feels or just this country or the world in general feels about black women in general um you know a lot of people <clears throat> not even a lot of people a lot is an understatement people in general and it may not be you it may not be me but people in general do not love and respect or protect black women all right People in general may not be you or me, but still people in general do not love and respect and protect black girls. That's just the fact of the matter. Whether it be trans black women or cis black women, black girls in general, we don't love them. We may not be you or me because it's definitely not me. But let's keep it a buck. Let's not act like black women and their pain, um, and the 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 concerns that they voice, the outcry. Let's not act like it's not validated. You know, you may not agree with a lot of you know or some of the things that they've said or some black women have stated, and that's totally fine. That's perfectly fine. Um, but let's not act like <clears throat> it's not validated. A lot of the things that they're saying is not validated. Now, uh, when when discussing this issue, I'm going to be more solution-oriented than I am going to be talking about the actual thing at, 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 at hand. Because, you know, they're being kidnapped and all that for sex trafficking, right? You know, a lot of people love to sexualize and abuse black women, black girls, right? You just see them as sexual objects now i know people gonna be like well when they on instagram showing their ass and they in these music videos shaking their ass and they do it white women do that latinas do that 
Asian women do that. You don't see nobody making excuses for those women. But when black women do it, they stank hoes that deserve to be kidnapped. They stank hoes who deserve to be raped, beat, and enslaved. Other women do it. It's We got to go find these women. It's wrong to be treating these queens like that. The real queens are the black women. But as far as the solutions that I want to bring bring, bring upon <clears throat> during this post, um, I, I talked about similar issues like this, but it was pertaining to all women a couple years ago uh, on my blog, one of my blogs. Um, and basically in that post, I said that women should learn self-defense and I think every woman should learn how to use a gun and to acquire a firearm. Now, I did not say things. That was not my only solution to the problem. I clearly made uh, uh, an effort, and I'm going to make that same effort here. And, and by the way, I'm not even disagreeing with those old comments. There's a lot of old shit I said in the past that's not, that I disagree with. That's not one of them. I still believe that women should learn not only self-defense, but women in general, especially black women, should learn how to use a gun and to uh, acquire a firearm, all right? That's that's my thoughts. That is not me putting all, all of the onus on black women or women in general. Because in that post, I mentioned how us men, we need to do better. And even another solution that I'm going to bring up here is how us men need to do better in protecting our sisters and queens, our mothers and aunts and grandmothers, our daughters, our nieces, our cousins. You know, we need to do a way better job at doing that, especially as black men. I think, that, but I, I'm not going to sit here and just put all the onus and say, we need to do this, that, and the third, and the women just need to stay home and do nothing. Like, no, the women need to learn how to defend themselves as well. But we as men need to, you know, the sense of community needs to come back. And this is something that was, and you could bring up historical events that ruined the black community or just communityism, if that's a word, but, you know, communityism in general, um, where there's a lot of people who are afraid to just branch out and, and actually be a part of a community simply because of shit, the government. The government has a lot of hands and a lot of what, uh, believe it or not, people, a lot of our decision making that we've made, we, we, yeah, I'm not saying that we were always controlled by the government, but a lot of the, the, the lot of the decisions that we decided to make throughout the years, we're kind of, we, we, we made those decisions based on the circumstances that we were put in because of the United States government. And now I'm only saying the United States government because one, I'm in the United States. Two, I was born here. I've never lived in any other country, so I cannot speak to their circumstances or the 
governments of this country outside of the United States because, once again, I've never lived in a country outside of the United States of America. So, speaking of the government and the circumstances here, a lot of what... A lot of the decisions we've made, especially within the black community, growing up, were catapulted based off of actions of what the government did. They pushed the men out. They either killed the men or arrested the men. They told the women, if you wanted government aid, you couldn't have a man in the house to receive said government aid, which caused a a division between black men and black women. There's documents, like actual documents from government officials stating this plan to divide the black community by getting the men out of the way. By either killing them or imprisoning them. Or pinning the women against them and pinning the men against the women. Just so they can infiltrate these black communities. Just so they can have a stranglehold on the black communities. And make it seem as though that they are doing something positive for the community by giving them governmental aid by giving them all this other shit with these stipulations of, but you need to not live this way. Your love and your bond, this, 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 uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of the words, this, this, this team that you have right with this person has to split up or else if you're going to stay with this black man or whatever, be poor. You don't want to be poor, right? Don't get free shit from us. Because if he was a man, he would go out and support you all. That's kind of hard to do as a man when the system is rigged against said man. When if man if that said man goes out and applies for jobs. Jobs are purposely not hiring said man. It's hard to do when said man is trying to go out and just live and and, 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 and provide for his family. And then you got laws and you got law enforcers hunting said man, killing said man, or putting that man in jail over bogus accusations or if a man is to go out and to practice some type of non-traditional way of making money. I didn't say illegal. I said non-traditional. You don't, you, for you to assume that I'm assuming uh, that I'm cl- claiming selling drugs or this, that, and third, he could be selling baseball cards. He could be fitting up people's cars for money. He could be washing cars for money. He could be whatever. 
I said non-traditional in the sense of he's not actually working for a business. He's either starting his own or he's by himself, right? Just doing this deed for people, for money, for his family. Right? Cops would target those men, whether they're doing legal job or not, and arrest them. I know I went on a wild tangent. You're like, oh, why are you giving me a history about the black man? And, and, and. I'm saying all of this because this is what causes, what caused the friction between uh, black men and women within the household, but just the destruction of the black family unit in the black community. And reshifted what it meant for what what family meant in the black community, basically. What I'm saying is we need to realize that we were duped. We were bamboozled. We were hoodwinked. We were any word, any phrase you want to use that is synonymous with being fooled, being played. Because that's exactly what happened to us. We need to realize that was the case. And now black men, especially, we need to realize that we need to come together and we need to be there for our families. Be there for the women that we impregnated to bring these children into the world. We need to go back to the days where black fathers took pride in protecting our communities and neighborhoods and this, that, and the third. Where they came together and not only formed little, little you know, little league baseball, uh, you know, teams for the kids in the neighborhood or sports leagues or whatever for the kids in the neighborhood, but <clears throat> we were the protectors of our neighborhood. You know, we need to create, we, we need to value the elders in our neighborhood who, who are trusted individuals and be able to trust them with children, uh, with our kids. Um, I understand now we, we're living in a different world where, uh, you know, people are going to say things like, well, you know. I have to work now and, you know, baby daddy got to work now and, you know, kids get out of school this time, but I don't get out of work until this time. Or, you know, I have to be at work by this time, but the kid has to be at school by this time. <clears throat> These are things in general you have to think about before deciding to be a parent. So... Aside, that stuff aside, if you're not ready for that responsibility, I'm not saying you have to hit the ground and run it, but if you are not at least ready to be a fucking time bender to some sort, to where you can manage time, and I'm not saying, oh, you're a bad parent if you can't do this, that, and the third, but it's like, come on, the excuses have to stop black people. The why you can't do something or why something cannot be done has to stop. 
If you truly love your child, you're going to make these sacrifices. You're going to make these choices. If you truly want your black girls, your black daughters, your black uh, wives, girlfriends, nieces, cousins to be safe. Make decisions that's going to aid in their safety. If you have to leave work an hour early, 30 minutes early in order to pick up your child. Do it. Let's not let these fucking jobs, these businesses, don't give a fuck about your ass anyway. Don't think, oh, I have to be here from 9 to 5 and I just got to work and work and work and work and work. I've stated this plenty of times. These businesses don't give a fuck about you. At the end of the day, you got a life to live. You got, they don't give a fuck about your child's safety. They don't give a fuck about your safety. They don't give a fuck. You have to make these decisions for you. What is best for your life. And what's best for your life as a parent is to protect your black child. To make sure your little black girl, no matter her age or whatever, is safe. To make sure these women, men especially, black men especially. I don't care if you know the woman or not. And I'm not saying follow these women and make sure that they're safe. But if you see them in harm's way or a potential situation that could get them in in harm's way, get them the fuck out of that situation. A lot of people, I know we have this mindset of, oh, I'm just going to mind my business because I don't want to get hurt. It's a risk that we take that we possibly take. That, you know, if we don't mind our business, then we end up getting hurt. And it's better safe than sorry in that situation. I know somebody got kidnapped, but what if I stepped in the middle of that shit? I would have got shot or stabbed or who knows, right? I would have got harmed. But part of being human, no matter your race, is to care for one another, right? And that's the risk we took when we did not sign up to be human, but we did decide that we wanted to keep living. There's a risk reward to everything in life, people. Living has a risk and reward to it. Believe it or not. There's a risk reward for me doing these podcast episodes, saying the things I am saying right now. I'm well aware of the risk and the rewards. I'm still deciding to do so simply because I feel like it is worth it. So at the end of the day, people, it's all about what you feel is important. If you really value your job and what your job thinks about you or what your boss is going to say over the safety of your young black daughter. I don't want to see you on social media talking about, man, it's so sad about these young black girls getting missing. And and then you turn around and make excuses for why you cannot leave to pick up your daughter. Why you don't have somebody that is reliable to pick up your daughter. 
You cannot, I don't want to see you on social media talking about how you want to protect black women and we should do all this, that, and the third, but you have every excuse as to, well, if they wasn't dressing this way out in public, well, if they wasn't carrying themselves this way on as Instagram, and if they, no. So this 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 topic, you know, I'm probably as you can tell, it gets me really emotional and stuff because it's 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 we can do better as a black community to protect our black girls and women, uh, and we should do better to do so. Um, it, it's just sad that a number of these girls go missing, um, and, and and the women go missing as well, and it's just like this is not something that we and, and and the outcry should not be. Why isn't mainstream media talking about it, motherfucker? You know why? I just told you why at the beginning of this topic. I don't give a fuck about black women, black girls. There's your answer as to why. And it's not really up to mainstream media. It's up to black folks. We need to stop relying on white folks. That's what I was telling Colin Kaepernick last week. We need to rely on our own and do our own shit. Because it's not up to them to protect us. Sure. Should they not harm us? Yeah. Should they create laws and, and actually punish people for harming us? Yes. But black people. There's this reason why the saying is we are all we got. Because that is the case. It may not be as strong as it once was. But we this is something that we can restore. We can restore, restore that strength in community. We can restore that strength in black love. It all depends on whether we think, whether we feel it's actually worth it or not. Because the things that we do are the things that we feel are worth, worth doing. So you putting your job before your child is you saying you, you believe it's worth more. You can come up with excuses as, well, it's hard. It was hard for me to get a job in the first place and this, that, and the third. I understand how difficult it is to get a fucking job. The job that I'm working right now, it wasn't difficult to get the job. I ain't going to front. But when I was unemployed for months before I got the job, I understand how difficult it was. Being unemployed for about three months before I got that job. And prior to even getting that job, before I had the job, before that, this job, I was unemployed. For longer than three months. I understand how difficult it is. I also understand that because it was so damn difficult does not mean that I then have to put this damn job over my well-being or the well-being of my family or even my people for that matter. So, black folks, let's come together. Let's do better. Let's protect these black girls and women. 
Let's love these black girls and women because no one else is and no one else will. Simple as that. On to the next topic. All right, last topic here, fight for 15 um, or hashtag fight for 15. Um, this this is a, um, a movement that's going on for uh, a lot of uh, workers um, to fight to get the minimum wage pushed up to $15 an hour. Now, people always tell me, they come to my job all the time and they tell me, oh, you know, you know, that's the state law now. Or that's the law of the country now. No, the fuck it's not. Um, there's a lot of jobs, including my jobs, that still are not paying full or part-time employees $15 an hour. Um, that's number one. Uh, number two, um, it's, it's, you know, it's a fight that I'm with. Now, to go on par with, uh, give y'all a backstory. Um, I'm using that hashtag fight for 15, but this is basically, uh, going to be about the, what I said last week. And yeah, what I said last week and the week prior to that about Popeye's employees, how, they should uh, strike and demand that the they either get paid more or demand a change because of the dangers that they face working at Popeyes. Unfortunately, the people who are on strike aren't Popeyes employees, but actually McDonald's employees. So another fast food chain. Um, there are there were 17 and it wasn't big but it was big enough to make news right so don't ever think you're too fucking small this is advice to me too don't ever think you're too small to make a change because obviously these 17 people at a chicago mcdonald's made national news not just chicago news not just local news not just news in illinois because it reached news here in massachusetts i'll tell you that right now i'm then nowhere near illinois I'm in Massachusetts. It reached the news here. It it, it it made me happy to see that those 17 people stood strong and firm on their belief. And it made me happy to see the, the national, once again, attention that they were getting from Chicago to Massachusetts to probably other states as well, right? So uh, that's great. Um great to see that shout out to y'all if any of you any 17 of y'all or just any of y'all in general uh listening to it you have a supporter in me you have someone supporting from boston massachusetts shout out to all 17 of y'all uh but basically they stated shit i stated two weeks ago and a week a week ago and two weeks ago on this podcast that these employees do not feel safe working there, dealing with the customers. The pay is too low to be dealing with the customers that they got to deal with. Their safety is at risk because of a number of the violent altercations, both verbal and physical violent altercations that went down during this, uh, during, uh, while they're working. Um, you know, the hours, the this, that, and the third, the risk working there and then the pay is shit. Now, I didn't 
I may have missed it, but I didn't read into how much they're getting paid, but it definitely wasn't 15 an hour because that was part of their argument was not only are we not being safe here at this McDonald's or whatever, but we're not even getting paid much for this risky work. Now you got other people who do these other jobs and I'm not saying that they don't deserve the pay, but it's, it's, they don't face the same troubles that McDonald's workers, grocery store workers, uh, Popeye's workers. They, they're not facing the same dangers that these people are facing because of these moronic, idiotic, psycho customers that they deal with. Entitled customers that they deal with. Yet they're getting paid 15 or more. Amazon workers get paid $15 an hour just simply working in a warehouse. They don't have to deal with the customers. Now they got to deal with fucking bullshit uh, authoritarian bosses who don't allow them to take piss breaks. Um, And Amazon got its issues of its own. Um, They can put out as many commercials as they want from these actors, not actual employees, but actors talking about how much they love Amazon how much Amazon is so inclusive that they hire trans people that they hire LGBT people that they hire black people that they give black people uh, you know uh, 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 high positions in, in their roles or whatever they hired women to work these manual labor jobs they do all this wonderful stuff and they but when you hear from actual employees it's Man, this shit is shitty. They actually treat us like shit. And they think because they pay us 15 an hour that it is okay for them to treat us like shit. So I'm not saying once McDonald's or Popeye's or Stop and Shop or any other retail job decides to actually pay their employees $15 an hour. That it is then it'll make it then okay for customers and the business to not give a fuck about the employees to treat them like shit. No. But these companies have to realize y'all aren't the ones dealing with these fuck ass customers. Managers see what these customers are doing and then they get a glimpse, a little taste of the disrespect. They don't get the full extent like the employees do. But they don't seem to care. Because that little glimpse that happened once a week to where a customer went off on them once a week. And that was that. Not even once a week. Probably like once a month for all of them. Once a week would be like a job like mine. Right? But employees deal with it every day of the week. Especially those who are working more than five days a week. So... I'm, I'm glad people are out there who are sticking up for themselves, having pride for themselves. I'm glad for the people who've decided that enough is enough and we're going to strike. Um, I'm glad for the people who've decided that this job is not worth my dignity, my pride, my self-respect, my love, that I deserve uh, and just the respect in general that I deserve providing this service, not only for this business, but to these people. I'm glad there are people out there that agree with me. 
you know, and, and you know, if I ended up us inspiring those 17 beautiful folks over at the Chicago, uh, McDonald's, uh, I'm glad. And that makes me, that makes me happy, but whether they know about this podcast or not, whether they know about me or not, I'm still glad to see them do what they do. And I want to continue to push self-respect pride to all employees, to all, everyone. This is what you need to do. Because this is how we get these businesses to, to make a change. You know, it's not just, yeah, customers can stop giving money. But employees can say, fuck it. We, we not we not working. It's not safe for us to work here. It's not worth the pay that we're getting now is not worth shit that we have to deal with on the daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. And I know people are gonna say, well, why not just tell the customers to be more respectful, this, that, and the third? I talked about that last week when I said management of these businesses. This is why when I love seeing videos of, and I know people are going to say it's ratchet as fuck, it's unprofessional. I don't give a damn. I love seeing videos of managers coming to their, uh, McDonald's managers especially, but managers coming to the aid of the employee and, and sticking up for them and saying, well, you came up in here and you disrespected this employee. We work here. Just because we're providing a service to you does not mean that you can boss us around and disrespect us in any 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 way you feel feel possible, right? That's not how it's gonna go down. Now you can either change your attitude or get the fuck out the the establishment. But what I'm not going to do is berate my my employee in front of you. On some slave master. Oh, I, you're both my slaves, so I'm gonna use this slave to whoop this slave's ass. Kind of like in Twelve Years a Slave, when um, the slave made uh, I forgot the dude's name whip Lapita right in front of him, right in front of the other slaves. You know, people have these mindsets when they think about it. When, when like, people are probably thinking, "Oh, that's too extreme," and it's not like that. And, and I, I won't, some people are unaware of it. You know, I won't say everybody is guilty of that mindset because they're actually racist fucks or they actually have the slave owning mentality. Some people are unaware of that toxic mindset, but to say that is not synonymous or not the same, it, it, it would be bullshit because it is the same. People can talk about, well, you're getting paid, so be happy. You know, the, 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 the craziest things people say to me all the time. Well, one of the craziest things, or cringeworthy, or crazy, whatever word, things people say to me when I'm at work is you should be happy you're getting paid to do X, Y, and Z. You're getting paid to do this, or at least you're getting paid. My response is, would you do this job? For the amount of money that I'm getting paid, would you do this job at all? Clearly not. They either stay silent 
or they 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 have an awkward laugh and it, <laughs> you know. So don't go around telling these McDonald's employees, Popeyes employees, retail employees in general, Amazon employees, heck, don't go around telling them. Well, at least you're getting paid. Yes, this is about the money. But it's not 100% about the money. It's about the treatment of the people. None of us are saying we want more money to deal with this. If you want us to continue to deal with disrespect, you got to pay us more money. We're saying, you know what is disrespectful? These customers. You know what's also disrespectful? Our fucking paychecks. The amount of money that we're making for the business and the amount of money that we're getting in return. These are a disrespect. This is a disrespectful amount. So... Just to end off this topic and end off this episode, once again, I am proud to see that more and more people being more self-aware, more and more, more and more employees are being self-aware about this situation because people can talk about, oh, it's so messed up how these employees get treated all the time. And there's been people all the time that it's, y'all did with some bullshit and I understand it. I, I appreciate the acknowledgement, but it's like if you yourself aren't someone that's actually going to stand and rally with me and with the other people, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth, man. Just shut it. I don't want to hear how bad you feel. I want to see those words be put into action. If you truly believe this business, Popeyes, McDonald's, whatever, does not treat their 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 employees well. Why are you continuing to shop here? Uh, like I stated in the last topic, it's all about what you feel as though is more important. You feel like your chicken sandwich is more important than human lives. You feel like your McDouble is more important than human lives. You feel like whatever retail store you're at, clothing store, grocery store, whatever. It's more important than human lives. Than the well-beings of the employees. We do what we feel as though is what is worth doing at the end of the day. So your mouth can say one thing. Your brain can say one thing. Your heart can feel and say another one thing. But if none of those things are being followed by actions, shut your mouth. And that is where I shut my mouth and that will be the end of the this episode of Let's Talk About It podcast. Once again, it's your host Ernest, so you love Ernest, same guy different name, timestamps in the description box below you can listen to the first topic all three of them five, ten minutes or however long the episode is I just appreciate the listen make sure you share this episode with everybody on social media and if you're not following, make sure you follow this episode so you be one of the first people to listen to every episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. There will be a link, once again, for you to donate. It is a choice. It is not mandatory. 
your simple listen is appreciative of me your simple kind words and all that stuff is i appreciate all of that until next time until next episode stay black if you are black stay beautiful black lives matter trans lives matter lgbt lives matter black women matter black trans women matter black girls matter and i'm out peace